Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, weekly ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Are you talking about softball? Hi, Sarah. Hi. Are you bored at softball? Yeah, pretty much. All I do is watch softball, chat with my friends, play with my kids, snack, and relax. There has to be something more. Then try this DSL betting app. So for betting app. Okay, we really are back. Week two, uh, weekly ball movement and the DSL. Sarah, you were out there the whole day. Give us your now. Give us your unfiltered opinion. Uh, now there's no children in the room. Yeah, I naturally my opinion involves lots of swearing. Uh uh-huh, vulgarities. Can I just say I have a a note. For okay. the league about swearing. Mm. People will swear in front of my children and then profusely apologize. Do not apologize. <laughs> Do not make a big deal out of it. They don't know that those are swear words. Mm-mm-mm. So if you go, oh, fuck, and you go, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Then, then the kids go, what are you sorry for? <laughs> so you just sail through your... Nobody... I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Yeah, right. Whatever. Okay. Just a parenting tip. Yeah, over the years, uh, I probably dropped some of the loudest F-bombs in front of my child on the field. I don't swear at home, but on the field. A lot of swearing. Um, okay, cool, good. That's not really what I wanted to open with. Yeah, what, what else you got? Because Thank you for the PSA, Mom. I was <laughs> so excited about this new scoreboard. <laughs> what yes, new scoreboard? Exactly. So I would like to share... What happened with this new scoreboard? It was like really tall. It was like oh, on a yeah. big stick. And then... Last week we have those like on the ground scoreboards. And uh, the one we were using last week got like blasted by a bat. And so it broke. And Ruben offered to bring another one. So the one you're describing is the one that Ruben brought. Yeah. So Ruben is, you know, messing around with it. And uh, me and Skrzyzna. Uh, Skrzyzna. You know, mm-hmm. you know the guy. Yep. Lots of consonants, no vowels. Dan. Um... We're sitting there kind of watching Ruben fiddle around with it. And, like, it's got two sides. And we're like, oh. And then Dan's like, no, that side's going to be the the innings. And that side's going to be the score. And he's like, oh, we should be here. And, and so all this little back and forth about it. And I was like, this is so great. It's so clear. It's so easy to see. It was really tall. It's blue and yellow. It's tall. It looked fan. It was fancy. Yeah, you know, yeah. It wasn't that, like. It was, like, Canadian Softball Association or something. The other one looked like a squashed pancake. Yeah. And... It had just a real dilapidated, we found this by the tracks, <laughs> let's use it. Yep. That's vibe. left over from the Dustin days. <laughs> so like, du- it's same vibe as Dustin then. Exactly. Um, anyway, and so I was super excited about it, and I look away, and I look back, and it was gone. Mm. And I said, what happened to the thing? And Ruben said that the wind just kept knocking it over. So it was just a real, I had the full spectrum of human emotion. Related to the scoreboard. Related to that scoreboard. So thank you, DSL, (laughs) for helping my cold, dead heart feel again. (laughs) Because of the scoreboard. Yeah, I wondered what happened to it. Because, yeah, I looked over at one point and it was just like laying amongst the other things. It was the wind. It was the wind. Forgotten. Maybe we should talk about the wind, but the the um, wind. the it was atypically windy. I, I think it was atypically windy. I think I only say that because I want that scoreboard to come back, <laughs> and I want it to be 
used all day. So you want people to keep trying it. And then every week that it keeps getting knocked over by the wind, you go, oh, it's atypically windy. Next week, bring it back. Bring That's it back. right. That's okay. right. That's my plan. Uh, it is nice to have a scoreboard that everybody can see. There is constant like scoreboard checking. Even like the video is one thing, but even out at the field when you're warming up on the other side and you're trying to like look look down the line and see what the score is and you can't see. Um, it's nice to have something nice. Uh, it would be cool if we could use the background, like the one, the big one, the electronic one, but I, I don't know if we've ever had that on in the whole time we've played there. You mean the one behind where the scorekeeper yeah, sits? Yeah, yeah. Is that electronic? I believe so, yeah. I believe it's light operated. <laughs> Sarah has a look like, hmm, yes, back to my electrical engineering days. I'll rig it up. I'll rig something up. You know, I, 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 I'm tenacious. I know you are. So that would be cool if you were able to sit there with like a little button and then just doop, doop, doop. Do you know um, how much joy that would bring me if I could score the damn runs? You're not alone. You're not that alone. That is, you know, there's a lot of things that will make the players emotionally charged uh-huh. in either direction. Yeah. Getting a, a walk-off home run. Uh, catching a, a ball in the outfield, getting a double play, missing yeah. a double play, having one go right between your legs, all of these things, big emotional reactions. The biggest emotional reaction for me is when people do not score their fucking runs. It fills me with, I get really stressed out. <laughs> I get so stressed out about it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, now we're not going to know. Now we've lost track of it. Thank God for the scorekeeper is all I have to say. Oh, 100%, you know, for the first like seven or eight years, they didn't really have a scorekeeper. They didn't. They didn't have a scorekeeper at all. So you would just. It would just be like, the collective memory, of what had happened. Which I can't imagine. You know, I umped a lot. Of a bunch of drunk assholes. Yes, I umped a lot last week, and I never know how many outs there are. Uh, you will literally watch an out happen. Yeah. After like, someone told outs? you how many outs they were. Yeah. I watched you do this. Yeah. I watched you turn to the scorekeeper and go, how many outs? And they said two. And then like three seconds later, nothing had happened. And you turned to the scorekeeper again and said, how many outs? And they went two. And that was not enough for you because you did actually end up asking a third time. And they were like, two. I don't know what happens. My brain is just like empty out there. I'm I'm trying so hard to focus on like what's immediately happening right in front of me. But nothing had happened. Okay. Maybe I'm not paying attention at all. Um, Uh, Certainly, uh, you could accuse me of that, I think. I think this is important to point out. It is. It was Maddie Campbell who made this whole scorekeeping thing happen. Is that right? Mm, no. Oh. I don't think so. I, th- I thought he was like in charge of like who's going to keep score. But it and... goes back to Sean Rugg way, way back. Sean Rugg is who made people start scorekeeping? I believe so. He was the one that brought in the big stats and like the wow. Excel. He still kind of runs it. I think. I don't know. Maddie might set it all up now by himself, but he's the one that kind of set it up for us. Well, get back to us, boys. Anyway, yes, stack keepers, very valuable so that we can know the score. I mean, we had games in the past with a stack keeper where the game ended, we thought a team had won, and it turned out when they went back and counted all the runs that it was a tie game. Do you remember that when that happened? I do, and then they had to play the extra inning. Yes, they played like an extra inning. Oh, we were all in a tizzy about it. Oh, it was so great. That was really great. I really enjoyed that. That was, um... That was years ago. I want to say it was Beards and Beavers and... It maybe was that guy. What was his name? Mike Miller. Mike Miller. And maybe Brandon Brown's team that year, I think. You know, Mike, Mike Miller was a good podcast guest. He was a fantastic podcast guest. Yes. That's hard to say. Fantastic podcast guest? 
podcast guest? Yeah. Mike was a fantastic podcast guest. Um, if you're bored, <laughs> go back into the archives. Dig into the archives and grab up the Mike Miller app. You don't need to tell these people that. They've already done it. Oh, okay. When oh, we're not yeah, yeah. on, yeah, they just right. listen to old episodes over and over again. You're right. You're right. Um, uh, okay. Uh, Sarah, speaking of runs. <laughs> you have them? <laughs> Do you need to see a doctor? <laughs> Do you want to talk about the games? Are we ready to talk about the games? Or are we still talking about other uh, stuff? I have happened? other stuff, but we can talk about the games. Uh, all right. Well, why don't you mix it in? Why don't you expertly mix in your notes with game recaps? They're really good. All good. People will know. People will if it know. Gets, Pe- if it gets too heavy, I have a fun anecdote. Oh, good. If okay. it gets too heady in the... Stats? In the stats and the numbers and the... Whatever. All right. Okay. Then you have a fun anecdote. I have a very fun anecdote. Okay. Um, all right. Let's start. Let's now st- I've oversold it. Everyone let's... forget I said that. It's not fun at all. It's boring. <laughs> uh, first game of the day. Good times versus double trouble. Double trouble. Triple trouble. Quadruple <laughs> trouble. I have a note about this game that makes no sense. Okay. What is your note on this game? It just says, want to know teams against each other. Good times, double trouble. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense to Hot me. Hot note. Um, what I do know is that Good Times scored 33 runs and Double Trouble scored 10. I think in the seventh inning, Good Times scored 15 runs. And when they got to 31, I think that there was maybe one out. And Double Trouble was just like, they couldn't get it out. And I looked and I was like, I think they could get to 40. I think like that's how crazy this has gotten. I think they can get to 40. They okay. only ended up getting to 33, but it was just like that level of just... Uh, they were away. Yep. Yeah. So, so they, at the start of the seventh inning, were already up... 18 to 10 or 8 or something. Yeah. They're way ahead, yeah. They made 15 runs? I think they Is made 15 runs. Is that what you runs. said? I think they made 15 runs in the seventh inning. It was a lot. I don't know. Let me double check. I'll check the... I got the stats in front of me here. Because um, I was watching that, and I don't think that, um, I don't know if this is, like, not a cool thing to say, but, like, the, the, there was this sense of, of why should a team that's up so many runs be able to, to have unlimited runs? 15. 15. Yeah, we've had this happen a couple times, and it's, like... But at the same time, if... I don't know. I can see. I can see why they should be allowed to as well, right? Because the other team might also have a twenty run, yeah, and that would be drastically unfair, yeah, if you cut them off, yeah. But it is uh, a bit painful to watch, and definitely painful to be on the field for. Um, but you never. It's hard as the coach. You you might say like, all right, let's chill out. Um, but you don't want to take at bats away from people, um, and you don't want to like. I don't know. You don't want to. Is it weird to say you don't want to show up the other team by like intentionally striking out or something? I, I don't know. Yeah, um, that feels like bad. That feels like poor form. Yeah, so it gets into this really weird space. And this was a game that really got into the weird space. There were some like insane individual performances um, for good times. Uh, Chuck was like five for five with seven RBIs, uh, Greener was five for five with. Two home runs. Um, in addition, uh, Veronica had another really good day. She scored a couple runs. Shalini had an extremely good day. She had, I think, four hits. 
uh, and three RBIs and three runs, so she had a really good day. Um, pick a name on pink, and they had like a career day. Everybody just went kind of nuts. Uh, Nico had a really good day. Allie Melody, I think I have to check this, but she had another one of her bombs to left field. Did she get a home run? Was this the one where she was the fifth run? She might have been the fifth run, yeah. So I was standing around for the big controversy on how that should be scored. Okay. I was, rephrase, I was sitting around on my bottom listening to other people discuss it, pretending I wasn't listening, knowing (laughs) I would absolutely 100% be talking about it on this podcast. Okay. Now, Zach has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that Allie was one of my fantasy picks. Okay? You're going to absolutely love this. This is going to be fantastic. Go ahead. Not connected. Go ahead. At all. Go ahead. To that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Ruben was <laughs> Ruben was umping. Yes. At home. And Strzna mm-hmm. was scoring. And so he was like, a Quentin might have been standing there. Quentin, you know one of Quentin Stollery's favorite things to do mm. is to stand there with his arms across his chest and be like, when something really cool happens, to go, that was only a double. <laughs> that was a triple. That was a triple. <laughs> and he, he, he loves that. That's, he, that's one of his favorite things to do. Uh-huh. So he's doing his little spiel. And, and Dan is like, you know, figuring out what he's going to do because he's the one scoring. And then um, Greener comes toddling over and says, that's a home run. She can mm-hmm. have that home run. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that should be a home run. Okay, let me set this up because what happens is this. Um, for scoring purposes. Yes. For, for stats purposes, not right. for giving the team a that But hold run. on. Okay, so we're going to get to – we have runners on base and – Already four runs have scored. So in this case, it looks like the fourth run was on probably second base, it looks like. And it would have been Shalini. So she would have been the... the, She was the fourth run, and then Nico was going to be the fifth run. So once the fifth run scores, the inning is over. It's done, right? And so the, the hitter doesn't get... Even if you hit a home run, where you round the bases, the other team has quit, and so it doesn't really count. And so it's usually up to the scorekeeper to say, hey this is a double or this is a triple or something. Um, what do you mean up to the scorekeeper? Well, the scorekeeper has to look at the field and go, okay, that person was going to get a double on that because X, Y, Z, right? Because what happens is Ali blasts the ball into left field. Now, I think in this case, the everybody played it, right? They just played it out. But a lot of teams, a lot of times, the opposing defense knows that the fifth round has scored. And so what they'll do is they'll just stop. Right, and they all just slowly start walking in, their heads down in shame. Right, um, and so what are we gonna do? I'll allow the the runner to just round the bases and collect a home run while the other team is no. So it comes down a lot to the scorekeeper's discretion to say, okay, in fact, I think that was a double uh, because they were gonna get to second base on that one. I cannot speak for the scorekeeper. Mm. I did not get the impression that the scorekeeper had an understanding that that was the situation. Okay. So in the past, what we've done is a home run over the fence where you would be the sixth or seventh run. That person gets a home run because it's over the fence. Greener won. I think Greener wanted to give her a home run. 100%. 
Heard this, him say that. Now, this is, you're going to love this. You are going to love this. The score sheet recorded it as a triple. It's a triple. Okay? Okay. Okay. So now we can talk a little bit about fantasy. Did I, like, lose by one point? You lost by two points. Had Allie gotten a home run, she would have gotten one point for her home run, and she would get one point for the extra base. How much money is in the pot? There was 80,000 in the pot. Okay. This is a 40... Quentin Stollery. 40,000 Quentin Stollery owes me 40,000 <laughs> So if we decide to change it, then you will tie with the winner of the fantasy. Who happens to be... If is it Quentin Stollery, because I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> if you tell me it's Quentin Stollery, he better watch out. <laughs> no. That bum ankle is going to be the least of his problems. <laughs> this is quite the podcast. We're running a legal betting app. <laughs> We're having a child advertising legal betting app. We're threatening people. <laughs> uh, no, you would be tied then with the winner, me. <laughs> You won? <laughs> I won. Congratulations. I won by picking myself. Always bet on yourself. I picked you. That's a good pick. Um, oh my God, Zach. Did we get first and second, please? We got first and second. Or we tied for first, depending <gasps> on what happens with Allie's home run. That's so romantic. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Bruce Springsteen song. Time for first and second place in the fantasy league. Oh. We took our last dollars and you bet on me. And I, I went out there, and I got a hit, and I saved the family <gasps> farm. From our gambling problem. From our gambling problem. Our last big score. She had 40 bucks left <laughs> in the till. That uh, sugar can all right. did nothing okay, left to okay. fill. I'm writing a Bruce Springsteen song. All right. I all made right. a rhyme. That was pretty good. Let me, uh, yes, so that's what happened in the fantasy, and you would have tied had Allie gotten this home run. I can't believe you kept that from me. Yeah, I've been holding on to it all day. I figured this out hours ago. And you I must thought, have been, like, pooping your pants with this information. Yeah, literally. Literally. Do you need to take a break and go change? Or? No, no. We'll just we'll power through. <laughs> um, but speaking of betting on yourself... That is really sweet, though. Chuck played, and he bet on me, foolishly. <laughs> In, in lieu of himself? He should have bet on himself because he had an enormous week, as I mentioned. Um, even at the uh, high fantasy price, Chuck, uh, uh, amazing. Anyway, um, okay, so that game was tough, but there were some good things on Blue Team as well. Uh, both uh, Tanya had an amazing catch in center field. I saw. Yeah, amazing, yeah? Yeah. Good for yeah. her, amazing. She kind of like poked her head out of her hoodie. Poked her head out of her hoodie. Been, I think she was cold. Okay. Um, but I just kind of felt like she, like, like a little caterpillar, came, became a little butterfly. <laughs> came out of that hoodie. Uh, Jocelyn had another catch in outfield, and Quinn Walker had an amazing sliding catch uh, so, in right field. I have something to say about Jocelyn's catch because I've never seen someone spike their glove out of joy. She did. I believe that is what she did. Oh, fantastic. And I thought to myself, hey, that's good. That you can go anyway with that. It doesn't have to be anger. You can spike your love and your spike your love, spike your your uh, glove with joy, which is what she did. Fantastic! I, I love it. I love a good glove spike. And then yeah, if you're doing it out of joy, that's even better. Um, other winners on this team: Baker's blooper went to Tim Warner. 
Uh, we have an award called Baker's Blooper of the Week, and it went to Tim. What is that award? Uh, I don't know. You just do something kind of foolish. What did he do? Uh, he just wasn't paying attention at one point in the game. Um, I think we're just giving it to him to give him a hard time more than uh, more than anything else. Um, Fun. <laughs> welcome to the coaches uh, circle. Uh, what else happened in that game? Anything else from that game that that you noticed? Not that I remember. No. Okay. Great. Um, yeah, it was hard to watch. Uh, hopefully, Blue has a has a rebound next week and and comes ready to play. Um, oh, I think that pink team is just good. It's hard to get them all out. Greener's done a nice job spacing his lineup and putting pressure on the defense. And you are just in love with Coach Greener. He's a good coach, man. He's a good coach. Uh, Don't forget, though, you didn't tie for first place with him for fantasy, so it's not real yeah, love. Yeah. But don't forget that... Unlike our love. Don't forget that he did play on my team when I was a coach, before he ever coached. Are you going to give me so, half the money? I'm probably going to end up giving you all the money, so don't I love that. I love that. <laughs> You hear that league? That's the tradition for the You're winner of fantasy. The uh, yes. Um, so that was game one. Uh, in some ways, it was fun to watch. If you had Nico or Chuck or Greener or Shalini or somebody on your fantasy team, um, but if you were a double trouble fan, difficult, difficult. But that's okay. Next week, another week to go. Uh, okay, game two. Hitsters versus Los Drinkers. Los Drinkers versus Hitsters. This one went Hitsters 18, Los Drinkers 7. What are your thoughts on this game, Sarah? You watched this game. I played in this game. What are your thoughts? I have one note. Oh, good. What is it? Uh, Is it as coherent as your note on the last game? (laughs) I I understand it. Okay. This is is overheard at the field. Okay. I was sitting next to... uh, Elvi, I yeah. was trying to debate whether or not I should say it was anonymous, but it was Elvi because uh, she was scoring. <laughs> um, and Johan hit the bat, and it made the loudest sound. Uh-huh. And Elvi goes, "Is the bat okay?" It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. It was the funniest joke I heard all day. Um, so that is my note from that game. Good. She's very funny. Uh, uh, yeah, it's good when she's back there. It's more fun to umpire. If Elvis sitting back there chirping, um, yes, Johan. Johan is a he. That is a sweet man. He's a sweet man. He is a sweet man. What did he do for you that was so sweet? Nothing. Tell me sweet stories. There's about something Johan. about him. He's just he's he's big. He's like a big guy, right? He's taller than me. Uh, is he a big guy? I don't know. He seems like a big guy to me. Um, I, I was sitting down. Hey, big guy. <laughs> when you're sitting down, everyone looks big. okay. But you know, he just he just uh, he's very nice. Um, I was telling him to swing for the fences. I was like, Johan, hit home runs. Go, swing as hard as you can. Um, and he came up to him and was like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to try to hit home runs? Do you want me to try to get hits? What do you want from me? You know, what do you want? And it was just very sweet. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say here. I, I don't know how much I should... I shouldn't have started down this line because... I don't want to continue. Because you made out with Johan and you don't want to... You're realizing now that that was what... <laughs> no, I didn't. So sweet no, about him. I didn't. He's just sweet. Um, so anyway, I'm very happy that Johan's on my team. Uh, but that was not the story of this game. The story of this game 
Was. Are you about to say something like, I did hit the dream? No, no, it was not. The story of this game was me and how great I am. No, that wasn't the story of the game. Uh, the story of the game was Ruben hit two home runs over the fence. Very great, great home runs. Very powerful, Ruben. Uh, but I think he ended up having four of those RBIs. Four of his team's runs were scored on those home runs, and his team only scored seven runs total. So outside of Ruben's two homers, they scored three runs the rest of the game. Um, so it's difficult to win when that's what you're going to do. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be difficult. Uh, for the Hitsters, we had a couple people with really good days. Uh, Jesus had his first home run. Uh, and he looks insanely good at shortstop. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the gold glove at shortstop uh, might be Jesus. He's, he's just very, very smooth. Oh, just extremely soft hands, Sarah. Do you know what that means? Uh... It's like if you threw an egg at someone's face and then they caught it. And many, many people, the egg would break, right? Yeah. But if your hands are soft, you catch it and you, like, a boom, and then you, the little chick beep, 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 breaks out of the egg, yeah, on its own. I, yeah, I, I understand what it means. I think it's a dumb thing to say in sports. That's not a dumb thing to say. I think it's a dumb thing to say, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because if you have soft, delicate hands and mm. you try to catch them. No, a, they're not delicate. They're simply soft. Okay, whatever. You have soft hands... Uh-huh. And you're holding something in a way, like an egg, not to crack it, mm-hmm. but it's a ball coming at you. At how fast do softballs go? Oh, I don't know. I saw one today. Yesterday it was like 100 miles an hour, probably. <laughs> and that was one that I hit. <laughs> no. Then you're gonna drop it's it. It's one that I caught. <laughs> you're gonna drop it. You're gonna drop it. No, Jesus is never gonna drop it. I'm not saying That's Jesus saying. is gonna drop it. I'm saying the expression he has, soft hands. I don't know. Maybe it should be like soft wrists or soft muscles or something i don't know what it is fluffy wrists fluffy wrists that that uh take the impact hey seuss you fluffy wristed bastard (laughs) so jesus looked really good uh and then paul whitaker was up to paul whitaker's old tricks he had a shirt tucked in he did he's tucking his shirt in i meant to ask him about it that's a new thing for him good for him uh fashion forward i guess yeah or backward i'm not sure um nothing says cutting out of edge of fashion like paul whitaker uh, but Paul Whitaker's up to Paul Whitaker's old trip uh, tricks. He had two home runs uh, in this one. One, like a absolute line drive shot down the line over the fence, and then uh, a little inside the Parker. Um, and then just a quick note on Paul's stats for the season. Paul is like just quietly uh, extremely good. All those guys on the pink team had like like literally the best day you could possibly had. Five for five, two home runs. Do 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 do. Right. Adding to last week's stats. Total bases is my favorite stat in the DSL. Paul is still ahead of everyone somehow. Despite the fact that Pink Team went crazy um, in their game, Paul is still ahead in that. So Paul just does Paul things uh, and gets two home runs and plays good defense. Um, Other things in that... uh, Man, this is just my team at this point, but that's okay. Matt Frizzicaro. Sarah, you know Matt. He was also on my fantasy team had a great day at the plate I, he batted lead off for the first time did an awesome job and then he played second base for the first time and he was really good there as well so shout out to matt do you think that there is a couple in the league that has more hair than matt and shalini, matt and shalini? like no there couldn't possibly max hair they win yeah as a couple 
Yeah. If you are a couple in the league and you think you have more hair, please talk to me on Saturday. There's nobody. I think Matt has one of the best beards in the league. <laughs> oh, because he has facial hair as well. Yes, he has a beard. Wow, yeah. that's so much hair. Uh, so anyway, yeah. A lot of product in that house. Yeah, probably. Good for them. Probably. Um, so Matt was, uh, he was very good. And I got to say, he stopped a Ruben ground ball, which I can tell you, I've played second base before when Ruben's hitting and I tend to get out of the way. I don't like to be in the way of the ball. But Matt stayed right in there and fielded the ball and threw yeah. it to first base. Save Got yourself, I say. Oh, when, it, when it comes to softball. Could have won a few more games if I had Matt's mental ability to stay in there. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't care about his face. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so that game was fun. Uh, oh, and also Penny. Our friend Soo Hyun Kim. Yes. Do you have anything to say about Penny and her so many debut, things. her league debut? So she told me that she said to me the most adorable thing. I was talking to her on the phone um, before her debut, and she said, "Sarah, I looked up the origins of softball, and it was Yale and Stanford in the 19th century or something like that." She starts going, and I was like, "That's very pure. I don't, <laughs> not sure how helpful that's gonna be." <laughs> but anyway, she did some research. God bless her. She made contact with the ball. She was getting after the ball as catcher. She got on first base. Yeah. I was very, she was very head in the game, even though she didn't quite have the awareness of the rules, but she she was there for it. She was 100% focused and on point, and I just, I felt very proud. Yeah, she did awesome. Yeah. Um, she's, she's a good addition to the league, and I think all the new players are good additions to the league. I think coming out and, like, doing something you've never done before has got to be really hard. Uh, especially if you got people yelling at you and like it's dusty and hot and things are happening really fast and people are throwing things at your head. Um, so she yeah. also, uh, she, uh, I've totally forgot what I was gonna say. Mm. She also she said something else to me. Well, thank you for interrupting me. Oh yes, uh, I remember what it was. She also said she said to me, Sarah. She's in some something with her friend. She goes to the gym every day. She's got a friend, like an accountability buddy, I think. That, and they like text each other, just prove to each other that they have worked out. Yeah, okay. That they've exercised. Yeah. And so she says to me, take a picture of me so I can prove I, I, I worked out today. And I went, sure. But in my head, I was thinking, Does soft, this count? <laughs> softball is not really, uh, I, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't take athleticism, but it's, you're not getting fit uh-huh. by coming. Sure, you're not boosting your VO2 max uh, by by going to softball. I mean, you, there's other things that got to Anyway, I just thought that was funny. I didn't say that to her. I was like, you well, got it. Uh, good, you said it on the podcast. That's good. <laughs> I don't think she'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> Maybe she will. Hi, Penny. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, that was a fun game to be a part of, um, especially if you... <laughs> Or on my team at one. Um, hey, you don't have to win to have fun. That's true. You don't have to win to have fun. I had a great time last week and I lost. Um, let's talk about the last game, which ended up being the game of the day. Incredible game. All kinds of lead changes. We got extra innings. So we got some free softball. Warriors versus Dirtbags, which the Dirtbags came out on top 21 to 20. Sarah, do you remember how that game ended? There was a, uh, there was an American, <laughs> some guy. I think, I think he's from was, Ohio. No, I uh, think it's Wisconsin because mm. he, I think he likes cheese. Okay, he's from Wisconsin. 
some guy really represented the old U.S. of A. Mm. and had a walk-off home run. Who was it? It'll come to me later. It was Corey Baker with the walk-off, whatever they gave him, a double, a single, whatever, right down the line. What? So he didn't get the home run? Oh, there was no way that was going to be a home run. It was just like a shot down the line. It was like a single, maybe. I'm having big feelings about that. <laughs> if you get the fifth run, you should get a home run. I'm having, if you knock in the fifth run, you should get a home I'm run. I'm having some big feelings. So Corey Baker gets a walk-off in extra innings. Uh, but this one was super exciting the whole way. Um, lots of good stuff happening. And I got to say, one of the big things that was happening was Robin Seacats, who we talked about last time, who has joined the league after 17 years of being a... a spectator or kind of floating around the league um he was playing in this and some of you probably know that there were a lot of the old heads were back uh lee gaskell who played in the league a long time ago uh cory sitar who played in the league for many many years who coached who's just like a huge part of this league um and then aaron murphy was out there Lindsay middleton who played many years ago um so there were a lot of people out there uh, and they were really like cheering for sea cats right but in kind of a way where it's like please god <laughs> you know it's just like a lot of pressure in a softball game to all of a sudden have like eight people yelling at you <laughs> to do really well um but they did bring kind of an intensity to that game uh during those at bats and then they were kind of around and, and bringing that that intensity which was really nice and then it turned out to be an awesome game as well and so there was something about it that felt not like playoffs exactly but just kind of uh, intense. You had high-energy players, high-energy spectators. That's right. Um, so some amazing performances in this one. Uh, Jae-yoon Che, he gets his first home run, which came... Yeah, go ahead. It was really... I don't know anything about him, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen... Obviously, that was, that was, that was the first... I had noticed him playing, because mm-hmm. I wasn't here the first week, etc. And it was just really... There was something really sweet about that home run. I'm not sure why everyone reacted the way that they did. I, I don't know if it's just it was is his first year in the league. Yeah. Um, but he seemed a little uh, uh, <laughs> shell shocked is too strong of a phrase, but he seemed a little like in wondrous awe of himself. It was just kind of this this expression on his face, like his wide, eyes were a little wide, and he had that like open mouth smile of just you know, the kind of like kids have when they're looking up at something in an airplane in the sky or whatever. So it was just, mm-hmm. it was very sweet to watch him cross a uh, home plate after that because he, he was excited. It was exciting for him and his team was very excited for him. So that was fun to watch. Well, like I said, this one was back and forth, right? So in the seventh inning, I can't remember exactly what the score was, but in the seventh inning, the weakened Warriors scored one, two, three, four, five, six, seven runs to force that extra inning, right? To force that eighth inning. Uh, and then I want to say the Dirtbags, like, or maybe the Dirtbags came back and scored a couple, or sorry, yeah. The Weekend Warriors scored seven runs to go ahead. Oh. The Dirtbags came back and scored two to send it to extra innings. And then Jayun led off the eighth with his home run. And so it swings back to the Weekend Warriors and they're up by one, right? So that was, it was just like this back and forth, back and forth constant. And that home run was, uh, as happy as the Weekend Warriors would get in that one, unfortunately, but it was uh, an amazing moment. Um, and then in the eighth, uh, 
Corey Baker got the chance um, to walk it off. And also in this game, Jose Lopez, who has joined the league this year, had an amazing day. Five for five. And I think that guy probably hits the ball harder than anyone in the league. He had a couple doubles that should have been home runs, but they rolled in the, under the fence. He had two that got taken away from him um, when they rolled under the fence. I really think off the bat, if we had the ability to like see who's hitting the ball the hardest, it might be Jose. Ruben, maybe, but there's something about the ball that Jose hits. It's just like it, it comes off the bat so fast. Um, we can't get like a little gun. I don't know. I feel like we should have that by now, don't you think? I'll strap my iPhone to a ball. <laughs> we'll see how hard it gets. Track it. On find my iPhone and watch it. <laughs> your, your phone. <laughs> your phone shattered is. into a million pieces. Uh, and actually, Jose is the player of the week. Um, an awesome week for him. So happy he's in the league and uh, just crushing it. Hard to get the guy out when he's hitting the ball that hard. Uh, who else had a good one in this one? I think DeVillers had a pretty good day. Corey. Who, Corio. Corio. He had an okay day. Um, what else do I want to say here? Who else in this one? Shane Duan had a nice day. Tomas. I think Tomas is one of the very few people that's left that's still batting 1,000. So keep it up, Tomas. See if you can go the whole year. Dude is just so fast. Pew. Yeah. He's just too fast. Um... Well, Sarah, that's it. That's last week. That's the recap of, of all the awesome games that happened last week. Do you have any other notes about last week that we failed to touch on in that segment? Yes. Okay. Share them. Uh, my youngest child is just toilet trained, and he went to the toilet, and I wanted to <laughs> leave him alone. I didn't want to go into the men's room, obviously, and he can do it himself, so I was kind of loitering outside uh, the men's room. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Uh, and there were other, there were some men in there, and uh, okay, I hear, I hear, Gaz, just like on, all right, mate, how you doing? You, you all right there? You gotta get your, your underwear is a little crooked. You gotta get your, there you go. You want some help? No, okay. You wanna wash your hands? Oh, and it just, it was listening, listening to him, walk Elliot through. Getting his underwear right and washing his hands. Uh-huh. It was really pure. Yeah. And I just thought, wow. And then he came out <laughs> and I said, hey, guys, that was some top, you know, uncle, uncling yeah. in there. And then Gas went to give me a high five. <laughs> <laughs> and I hesitated knowing where he had been. And then I thought, hey, that's not very charitable because it does sound like this man helped your child in the toilet. Uh, that's a fantastic story. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, they needed they they need the help at that age. With the they come out with their shirts tucked into their underwear and their underwear like six inches out of their shorts. Oh my god, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah. He's loitering by the men's room. Well, I mean, again, I didn't want to go in, and Elliot really doesn't need my help. Uh, right, but he he likes to have somebody there. You know, I, Gaz was there to cheer him on. He had a lot of support. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, wow, that's a great anecdote to end. It's a good transition from week one to week two. <laughs> uh, I assume Gaz washed his hands. You were standing right there. You were loitering. I anyway. wasn't looking in. 
Right, you weren't watching not this a peep, exchange. I'm not a peeping Tomette. You weren't watching this No, I this was exchange. just nearby. Okay. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, well, Sarah, okay. I hope, I hope you can bring gems like that to the show all season long. <laughs> um, let's talk about next week. Are you ready to talk about next week? Now, we've got a problem because it looks like it's going to rain. So that's a problem. It's way too soon to say that. It is way too soon to say that. That is correct. 100% I, way too soon. I think, honestly, the fact that it says it's going to rain on Saturday might bode well for us. It'll because... probably rain on the next Monday. Yes. Um, but if you're wondering what's going to happen if we get rained out, we will make those games up. And what we're discussing now is possibly moving one, one game to each of the non-doubleheader weekends coming up. So for, we'll play four games in a day. Two teams will play two games in a day, and that's how we'll make it up. That's the brilliant plan that the commissioner has uh, come up with, and I think it's a good one. So anyway, but that's not going to happen. It's not going to rain. We're going to play these games, Sarah. So we better talk about them. We better make some predictions, um, and we better nail it. Oh, there's a couple other things I need to talk about. Uh... Sarah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know Richard White? Yeah, I know Richard White. You know Richard White. He was on your team. Uh, when was he on your he team? He was on my team when I, the first time I coached. Your first I drafted him. Was the, that his first his year in first the league? His first year. I taught him everything he knows. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know Richard White. Um, Richard White, you're not on Facebook, so you probably don't see this, but Richard White does quizzes. Do you know about Richard White's quizzes? I have heard of his quizzes. I think Richard White's quizzes are probably the most popular thing that has ever happened in the DSL. That is great. Outside of like sandwiches or other food. Um, you can't compete with food, so you should just not compare them. Yes, yeah, so, but I want you to start doing it. I'm going to start sending you the link. Uh, and then I want you to start doing the quizzes and see see how you do. And I'll post your score on Facebook for you. Thank you. You're, wel hey, you're welcome. But I'm not on Facebook because I like don't want to be on Facebook. Like I know. you're putting me on Facebook. I'm not putting you on Facebook. Okay, I will leave it anonymous. I will go Zach Thomas's score was 10 out of 10 because I usually get 10 out of 10. And, and then, some lady I know. Some lady I know. Some anonymous woman. <laughs> don't, don't mention it to Sarah, okay? She doesn't want to be on Facebook. Um, anyway, but I think his quizzes are super cool. And uh, But I was thinking somebody, somebody made a comment somewhere and it got me thinking that like being in the DSL becomes kind of like a full-time job. Because you have a quiz that you can do, you have a podcast that you can do, you can do fantasy, you have to order your sandwiches, uh, you got to be in your group chat doing stuff. Yeah. It becomes like a whole life thing. You have, the, you have your work life that you manage, your personal life that you manage, and then you have your DSL life that you manage. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll get on a good schedule here. Maddie releases his sandwiches on Wednesday. You know, so you're just like, okay, I know, I know when these things are going to happen. Every, every day I'll do a little bit of DSL and then I'll be able to keep up. Nobody in the DSL works that way. Everybody <laughs> is. It's Friday night. Oh shit, I didn't order a sandwich. I'm going to text Messaging. Maddie. I'm like, Maddie, please. Is it too uh, late? Just, just the scraps. Just, just pile the scraps into a bun. And bring do you it know to what Maddie told me? Uh, I w Maddie told me that. Please, I don't care if they've been on the floor. It's fine. <laughs> he told That's me. me. What did he tell me? I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Never mind. <laughs> Just pour the bacon grease into a napkin and bring it for me. <laughs> oh, God. 
I have to say, though, he makes extra sandwiches. Do you know how many times I heard someone ask him, mm-hmm. are there any more extra sandwiches? Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. And I wasn't walking around that much. Right, yeah. Which means, for what I probably heard, 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of. people, listen, you can procrastinate about work. You no, don't pro- don't harsh on the people. I just don't think you should procrastinate when it comes to ordering sandwiches. <sighs> okay. You and me are very on top of our sandwich orders all the time. You're in charge of our sandwich orders. <laughs> That's why most weeks we don't have sandwiches. Well, I only came one week and I had a sandwich, so. All right, perfect. Um, so anyway, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on in DSL, but I think the quizzes are cool. I, I, I don't know... When he puts them out, he'll probably put it out maybe today or tomorrow. We, I wish we could do it on the podcast. I don't know if that's too much. Do what? The quiz. <laughs> Follow. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Maddie releasing his sandwiches. Oh, we could also do our sandwich orders. We could do everything right here on the podcast. <laughs> uh, does, does it defeat the purpose of a veggie if I get bacon on it? Anyway. Oh, um, I literally had that thought. Okay. I want a veggie sandwich with bacon. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, but let's talk about next week and what's going to happen. We're not going to have rain. We're going to have a beautiful day of softball again. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wonderful. First game, Sarah. Noon. Weekend Warriors versus Hitsters. What are you thinking? What are your thoughts on Weekend these two Warriors. juggernauts facing off? Weekend Warriors versus Hitsters. Mm-hmm. Both teams won last week. That is incorrect. Minus one on the quiz. <laughs> Wait, what? Who? Weekend Warriors and the Hitsters. Weekend right. Warriors Weekend lost. Weekend Warriors lost. Weekend Warriors are two, 0 and 2. To the dirtbag. To the D-bags. I knew that. That's right. Okay. That's Maddie's team. Maddie's team are the Weekend Warriors. They are 0 and 2. But I get my sandwich either way. You get your sandwich either way. Maddie wins or loses. But if Maddie loses, Sarah, is he hitting the panic button? And is like, he going to start selling off pieces, just trading people, just total restructure? Yeah. Is he going to start spiking sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> he's known for his violent outbursts. Uh, I don't think he's going to start doing that. Uh, um, calmest dude in the league. Extremely calm. Extremely calm, man. Um, okay. And I have to choose one. I guess so. Uh, I should also let everyone know, let the world know, Johan will not be there. That we're married? He's injured and cannot make the game this week. Um, so that's a big bummer. But we will have Claudia back, uh, which I'm excited about. She hasn't played with us yet. She's missed the first two weeks, but she's going to be back now. Uh, so I'm very excited to have her back um, and see what she can bring to the team. Um, I don't know what's happening with him and his team. I got no inside information on the Weekend Warriors, on the team in red and what they're bringing to the table. I but mean, I like his team. I, I just, you know, I think that I have, I mean, I'm going to say the Hitsters. I don't. Good. Okay. But give me a reason why the Weekend Warriors might win. Give me your, give me your top level analysis here on why, how this is possible. I cannot imagine a, a person more adept at calmly moving the pieces around mm. of his team and lineup than Matt Campbell. He is knowledgeable about the sport. He is not going to let his, uh, you know, his period affect him. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Important. <laughs> important. Very important. Uh, he's just... So, yeah. I really like this team. There's a couple... They've got... Uh, Freiberger at shortstop is really good. He made a really amazing catch to like save the game behind second base. He caught the ball behind the second baseman, um, which was incredible because he ran, I don't know, 20 feet. And just, you know, when I'm playing shortstop and the ball gets hit to second base, I'm just watching. Um, but So Freiberger ran over there and caught it. Uh, and then Claude Felter in the outfield is doing a pretty good job, and he's just hitting, hitting all over the place. And then Maddie has uh, Katie Katie Specht. Um, and man, when she when she makes contact, she really, really hits the ball a long way. I, she had a really good hit. Um, and then she had an opportunity for, for a couple more. I really, man, she just, she hits the ball really hard. Uh, and then also Angie on this team. Angie V, she brings, she's a lefty. She does a good job of just kind of hitting the ball right down the line and making the first baseman or second baseman. Just like... The players that can kind of like create that chaos, any player that can kind of create chaos um, in the infield, super valuable, man. It's it's so valuable to have a, a person or two on the team that's like, the other coach has to be like, okay, I have to put somebody at second base or at third base who knows what's going on. You know, I have to take one of my outfielders out and put them in the infield to, to counter this. Those, those players are super, super valuable. Um, so, yeah, I really like this team in red. I don't like them to beat the Histers this week. They should change their name. Okay, to what? Lords of Chaos. Lords of Chaos. It's like a really intense name. <laughs> and have like really intense shirts. Like everyone else is a pun. And Maddie's <laughs> team is Lords of Chaos. I named my team Skull Crushers for one of the tournaments. <laughs> I don't think it went over very well. Uh, people are not fans. Uh, so, yeah, Histers for us. I wonder... Let's try to get inside the mind of Corey Baker here. Who do you think he's going to pick in this one? Also, you're not on Facebook, so you're not reading Corey's Locks of the Week. Corey's Locks of the Week are hilarious. It's got to be the funniest thing I read every week in the wider world. You should read it to me. I wish I had a better Corey impression. We should make a... We should clone Corey's voice with AI. And then we Sorry. Could <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, we should have him on the podcast, Sam. Do it, but I don't want to take away from the Facebook thing that he's doing because it's so, it's so good and so funny. Um... So, get inside the mind of Corey. Who do you think he's picking in this one? Corey Baker should record a voice note mm. and send it to me. <laughs> Just to you personally? Just, to Just one, one-to-one voice note. Of him reading it, and then I'll listen. All right. I'd have I'm not going to read it. Obviously, I'm going hitsters. You're going hitsters. Corey Baker's going to go hitsters. He's no dummy. He's behind in the game. He's losing in the picks. He's behind. So, he needs, so he needs an easy yeah, win. He needs an easy win. <laughs> he needs an easy win. Uh, game two. Battle of the Undefeateds, the marquee matchup of the day. Dirtbags versus Good Times. Dirtbags coming off two very close wins. Good Times rolling. Maybe they scored too many runs last week, though. And they gave. And they, they're they, tired. They're tired. They're just wiped out this week. Just walking it, around. Just, oh, five at best, stupid. You have a finite number of runs. As a team. And they've used them up. I gotta say, I don't think Good Times is Game of Throws of last year. Game of Throws of last year. Last year's Game of Throws was like the best offensive team ever, I think. They scored like a billion runs. Every week you could count on them to score 20 or 25 runs. I don't think Good Times is the same. I think the 30 uh, was was kind of an aberration. I think they'll probably be under 20 
But dirtbags, dirtbags give up a lot of runs. So I don't know. I think I'm gonna go good times in this one, Sarah. Who who are you gonna pick? Man, I, I, why do I have to do this? Yeah, you got to do it. It's part of the torture of being on a podcast. Oh God! You must pick. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> uh, uh, well. Unless you want to come up with fifteen. You said of good, other content. You said good times. I said good times. I'm gonna say dirt bags. Okay. Because then next week when we do the podcast, we can be like, oh, it was different, and we don't have to be like, we both did it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> We could focus on this division in our house, this discord in our home. <laughs> yeah. Picking opposite sides of the dirt bags versus good times. Well, <laughs> I'm going to wrap myself in that good times flag, Sarah, and run on the field <laughs> during this one. And you could do the same with the yellow dirt bags flags. Uh, I won't do that. I do love those flags, though. I really like nice. the flags. Thank you, Quentin. That was, you know, Quentin. And two of them. For all of his crossed arm looking down at his nose saying, that's a double. <laughs> he really is a, a sweet, gentle soul. Uh, um, so yeah, this should be a really good game. And I think we'll get a sense of, um, you know, it's a little early in the season, Sarah, to be talking about playoffs, to be talking about champions. Yes, it is. Don't talk about it. But we'll get a little sense of uh, which of these teams is legit, which team is real. You're not going to get a sense of anything. Which team is faking. You got no sense. <laughs> you're going to get no sense. Let that go. Which team is faking? Which team is a fraud? (laughs) (laughs) One of these teams is going to be exposed on Saturday as the fraud that they are. That is what I guarantee. (laughs) One Um, of the coaches right now, their legs are shaking. Like, oh, God, he knows. (laughs) (laughs) It's an empire built on lies. Um... All right, so we're going opposite on that one. I'm going good times, you're going dirtbags. That's the 2 p.m. game. All right, 4 p.m. game, Los Drinkers versus Double Trouble. I have a little bit of inside information that I think I can share. Maybe. Ruben may not be there. He's working on it. So he's a a maybe. Which obviously makes things difficult for the drinkers. Uh, Ruben's a really good outfielder. Extremely good. FYI. Hot take. Hot take. You heard it here, only here first. I think that, um, oh God, did you pick? Nope, I didn't pick. I want to torture you by making you pick. Go ahead. You have friends on both these teams. You know lots of people on both these teams. I mean, I like everybody. Throw some of them right under the bus. I like people on all the teams. Yep. I am going to pick Los Drinkers. You're going drinkers. In spite of what you just told me, Mm -hmm. because I do, I refuse to buy into that implication. What is the implication? That Ruben's presence makes or absence any difference. A team is not made by one lost drinker. L drinker. <laughs> one, <laughs> one team. He is L drinker, but uh-huh. they are Lowe's drinkers. I love that. That's very good. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think that they could still probably put up a good fight here. I'm going to go for double trouble here because I just I want double trouble to bounce back, come out, show that fight. I think Tim will have him ready to go. You know, Tim was great after the game. You know, he wasn't hanging his head. He wasn't. Uh, when you have I don't socks. Know. With putting his head under the box of wine, you know, delicious 
pizza. Did he have pizza slices. socks? You didn't notice the socks? No. You got to get it together. <laughs> they had pizza slices on them, but the cheese was like really drippy and like realistic. It was like melty cheese. Cheese sucks. No, the cheese on the pizza you, you on don't, the socks. You don't put those in the laundry. The that's... cheese on the pizza on the socks. Okay. It was drippy. Drippy yeah. cheese. If you have socks like that, you don't hang your head. You don't hang your head. You're a proud. You're proud to be alive. He was. He really was. Um, uh, so I think he gets his team back together. I think Bergen will be back. Um, Brittany was back this week. Brittany Lush, who won MVP on my team last year. Woo! Uh, she looked great. Um, MVP again, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. Need some more games. Uh, yes. One game is not enough to say who's <laughs> going to be the MVP of the league. Okay. But you've admit, already, you've talked playoffs, you've talked gold gloves, you've talked MVPs. Oh, I do want to talk gold gloves. Yeah, yeah. Very important I'm to not going to talk about that. Okay, but Sarah, We're we, not ha- talking we about have that. to watch the battle for the third place, second gold glove. Okay? Uh, are you going to say it should be you? Yes. <laughs> it's me, Corey, and Paul Groba in a battle, I think, behind Dan. Dan is, Dan is really good at third base. We're not as good as Dan. Uh, but the three of us are playing a lot of third base, and so you, Corey, and, and Paul Groba. Now, how many years of experience is that? Oh, and Marie Johnson, who won it last year. That's like a hundred years. It's way more than a hundred. It's like a hundred and fifty. It's years. almost two hundred. You put Marie like in there, it's two hundred years. Uh, Millennia. Yeah, I think you could probably get the six third basemen are probably older than America. You put you, them together. If you put together how long you have known those two, it would be older <laughs> than some people in the league. Yes, that is right. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I've known them probably 25 years combined. You don't Corey, think there Corey are any 25-year-olds in the league? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't ask. Raise your hand if you're 25. <laughs> See? Just, yeah, talk into, the, uh, talk into your microphone there and let us know you're 25. Um, did you pick? You're picking drinkers. And I'm picking trouble. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Another battle in this house. Another thing we have to fight over all week. <laughs> Was the thing we just said. You're not about to name another thing. No, no, no. The, the game. The two games that we can, we yeah. can fight about all week. Just. Man. Well, we did it, Sarah. We ran down last week. We ran down this week. The coming week. I think we created a tight 45-minute podcast here. Do you have anything else you want to mention? I do. I think I do not. I do not. I don't. I don't. Um, I had a great time. I had a very good time. I am. I want to say thank you to all the people of the league and all of their warm hearts because it's just, it's just a really fun place to be. It is a fun place to be, and it felt good to be out there. Yep, I'm glad to have it. Um, I guess that's it. I guess we sign off with those sweet words, uh, and I don't ruin it by saying something about some rule we changed or some some other did goofy you, thing. Did you change a fucking rule? <laughs> yes, we brought the fences in 50 feet, we think. <laughs> <laughs> more home runs. We want more home runs for everybody. Um, so, anyway, uh, I guess that's it. Weekly ball movement. Uh, another one in the books. Sarah, maybe our best episode ever. Yeah. Yeah. I am thinking we need some guests. <laughs> the quips? Does that mean that people have to come over? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want anyone to come over. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Anyway, if you have some ideas for this podcast, 
shoot them our way. That should be very inviting to everyone listening. That I said, like, absolutely, you cannot come to our house. But if you have other ideas, let us know. Yeah. I love to hear it. I love to hear the feedback. <laughs> Do you? No. Absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, but that's it. Thank you very much uh, for mm-hmm. Weekly Ball Movement. I'm Zach. And I'm Sarah. And that's your weekly ball movement. Number one podcast. Yep, current number one podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Ziggy. And I'm Sarah. All right, Ziggy's back with us. Ziggy, you're going to give us some more of that really, uh, uh, some of that insight, some of that interesting <laughs> insight today. <laughs> insight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> totally. I really, I really had some insight. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of insight. Uh, very good. Well, last week was uh, week two of the Daegu Softball League. It was a really nice day. It was beautiful. Um, Sarah, you were there the whole day. What do you have to say? What do you have to say for yourself? I, I, <laughs> I don't have anything to say for myself. Okay. I think my presence was, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, that's a fantastic start. Awesome. Satisfying so everyone. So glad you came out. Uh, well, Ziggy, we'll start with you. You're going to be here for a couple minutes, uh, and then you'll be off to bed. Um, it, it being 8.15 and near your bedtime. Uh, 8.15? <laughs> Ziggy, what, what did, uh, do you remember what you and I were excited about on Saturday? Um. We had new stuff for the team. Flags. The flags. The Can flags. you tell me about the flags? The flags. The flags are great. You liked them. Yeah. What do you like about the flags? I don't know. It just like adds like a something. It adds something. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that everyone would hang their flag in the dugout and then leave it there, mm. even when their game was over. Do you have any thoughts about that, Ziggy? Is that cool, or what's up with? What do you think's up with that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta promote your brand. Uh, I was saying I gotta get it someplace where it's on camera. I gotta get the hipsters flag on. Camera. Don't say that. That's I was gonna do that. I don't want anyone else to take that idea. Oh, okay. Everyone, forget you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Quint Stollery supplied us the flags. Uh, I really appreciate it. I thought it was great. Me too. I loved that. I loved it. I really like the flag. I thought it was fantastic. I'll put it up in my house as soon as the uh, season is over. Probably in my living room, like right right above my TV, so we just look at it all the time. <laughs> sure. Year-round. Sure. Uh, Ziggy, give us some more uh, Ziggy takes on what you saw out there Ziggy at take. the softball. Yeah, what's your take? Did you have a good time? What was it like? What did people say to you? Any, any funny interactions you had? Um, no. 
Uh, well, fantastic. Great. Um, okay, you got nothing else to say? Alright, then that's it for you, bud. Um, thanks for coming around the podcast. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, okay. okay, cool. Good. No, you gotta tell him to go to bed. That's how his segment ends. Go to bed. <laughs>